Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Well, looky here, 30 episodes deep. Do we get some kind of like metal, you know, like, yeah. No, no, if you're recovering, yeah. don't shake your head, Mike. If I'm a recovering alcoholic, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I make it to day 30, you know, you get all kinds of coins and stuff. Right. I feel like we should we should get that. Yeah. We're, well, we're new to the podcast game, although our show has been co- podcast for a number of years. It's four hours. It's there for you every day. But as far as us doing an individual podcast on our own, we're fairly new to this. And we just realized, man, we're at, uh, we're at episode number 30. So uh, when does the season end, uh, Mike, in the podcast <laughs> world? When can you take a week off of podcasting, so to speak? One would normally say episode 52. Oh, 52. <laughs> so you got to go full, a full year. I see what you did there. Okay. Yeah, because most of these shows, they only do like 13, 8, 12 episodes. You know, we're at 30 right now. No, you know amazing. what? And listen, because times have changed. Now, you try to base everything on TV episodes versus a season. Yeah. Miles, when we were growing up, Yours, it did not matter the TV show. It started in September. It ended in May. It was like 26 episodes. Now, the way they do TV, it's like a 13-episode thing. It's done at Christmas mm-hmm. and comes back a year and a half later. Like, I don't know how And we're here 30 straight, so there's something weird yeah. going on. This TV is people. We say a brand-new podcast, greatest story never told. We're doing this over uh, half a year. Haven't missed a week. Uh, and, and you know what? There might be a, uh, a commercial that plays, and we tell you this all the time, at the beginning of every uh, of Great Story Never Told podcast. If we listen to our own podcast, we would know the answer, but, but we don't. Yeah, we're sick and tired of hearing ourselves talk. It's been four hours I already know, today, and now I'm we're recording this again. I'm sick of listening to you. All I'm right, fine well, to hear my own That's voice, fine. Mike's glorious voice, and then I hear Miles. You are fine to hear your own. I am really. You fine. really like it. Oh yeah, baby. You know well, what I do? Sometimes in fact, you don't shut up. When I have sex, I just play a tape of me speaking in the background. It sets the mood. Yeah, thrill. Get in there, dog. I know you're doing your wild thing. It's nice, uh, nice. But we do also have some unofficial sponsors. That we recognize, and all we ask you to do is go to the Fisher House website and make a donation uh, in, on, in with your name uh, on right, behalf right. of the Fisher House. There's no no need to be a, say anything about us. Does just, the just Fisher money House Fisher. know we're doing? I'm not Hell kidding. No. I don't think they no. know we're doing this. Why would so they care? For 30 weeks, they're like, oh, that's cool, man. That's not about it. That's not we're doing. Here's a good one. It says, Old Men's Room, I would like to sponsor the greatest story never told. My Australian $40 donation equates to... 25 U.S. dollars. What is wrong with your money? I hope that is okay. As an official sponsor, do I get dibs on the first run of bumper stickers, which I think should be as follows. Quote, never had cocaine in Florida. (laughs) 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 Aside from Miami. Oh, in Jacksonville. (laughs) Right. Just two different places. Uh, In all seriousness, though, uh, thank you guys for everything you and the whole uh, KSW team do. While COVID-19 has been a royal pain in the arse, uh, getting out of the house to exercise, listening to your podcast keeps me sane. Cheers. That's from Aaron in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Donating to a cause that he can't even do. You know, I met a guy from Australia. Uh, actually, it's kind of weird. Took a cruise last year, right? And on the cruise ship, like anything, it's like being in a giant mall. There's a limited number of places you can go, but you can still move around. But once you find the places you like, you're going to return there. So I found what they call an Irish pub. That instantly became my friend. Basically, mm-hmm. everyone from the UK would go in there. And I go in one time, and uh, there's this guy named Dale. He's from Australia. I think he might actually be in Melbourne. And uh, I'm talking to my wife. And so he kind of cuts in, and I turn around. And he's like, hey, man, you were in here yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was. And then he told me everything I had been talking about yesterday. And I'm like, well, that's a little weird. He goes, ah, I apologize, man. I'm a detective. He's like, you... Once I notice someone, I can't not notice everything else about them. We got on famously. But the thing I like about this guy, his name is Dale, but I don't call him Dale because that's not how he says Dale. It's like the soap. 
Dial. 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 Oh, dial. Yeah. Here's another one. Ola Bichola's my receipt of $50 donated to the Fisher House is attached. Thank you guys so much for what you do for the, uh, for the charity. I've been in the Washington Army National Guard for over 14 years, and the support you guys show the veterans is deeply appreciated, like myself and other veterans. Your foul mouth a-holes with hearts of gold. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Stay frosty. That from Shane and Shelton. So that right now brings our total to, on this episode, Abby, $65. If Australian money were worth more, it'd be more. There's more. Olivetola's my name is Emmett, and I love the hell out of the podcast. So I figured I'd throw my hat into the ring to be a sponsor finally with, I love this guy, $69. Well done. Keep on rocking, guys. That from Emmett, the unofficial equipment mechanic uh, for the men's room. So there you go. Hey, hey, thanks. And if you guys, uh, anybody wants to make a donation, we'll make you an unofficial sponsor. It's just give, that you, easy. give you a shout and all that stuff. So uh, uh, there you go. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, being backstage. And although uh, it might seem like a cool thing, we, we don't get to do it very often uh, on our show. Simply because... You um, must protect people. Yeah, not only that, but we get off there at 6, and a lot of the shows are White River or whatever, and we just don't have time to get there on the weekday and make that feasible. So if we can go down, we'll get down on the weekend or whatever the deal is. Uh, now the key arena's closed, and you know some of the closer venues, most of the stuff goes to uh, Tacoma Dome, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we have had some, uh, some pretty interesting backstage moments um, as far as... Just that experience and not what you think like sex, drugs, and rock and roll and all that weird stuff. Uh, it's 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 different depending on the show, depending on the band, depending on the setup. You have to remember that uh, a lot of these artists who are even younger than we are have gone dry. Uh, some of them that are older than we are have gone dry. There have been opportunities to drink bands' beer where they put them in there for the manager or the the the... the the lighting guy or whatever. But don't drink the Red Bull. But we'll drink all of their beer. Yeah, they have all kind of so so we we've had different experiences and um it's you know, it's not like most of the movies you see. Not no, not it's all not, the it's not that cool, man. I, there's been a few bands where yeah, things get uh well, fun, I guess would be the best way to describe it. But you have to understand one thing, right? These guys make their money well, really through merchandise because they get killed by the record companies, but they make the money going on tour. This is their business. So believe it or not, man, before the shows, they're pretty good. I mean, they yeah, are yeah, on the straight yeah. now because when they go out to play the show, that's the culmination of the world. I guess right. it's like being an athlete, right? You practice all the time. Maybe it's grueling. Maybe it's not. But on the day that you play the game, man, you feel good. And you, you know, real. you never know where the weirdness is going to come from. But it you can, don't know. And keep in mind, the other thing is, too. They're all people, right? So you're in a band, they're people. It does not matter what you've read about them, what you think you know. They're human beings. So we've had, uh, we had the angry Sully from Godsmack. And we're not insulting him. We're saying at this point in the band's career, they were coming up on the infamous term of hiatus, right? And when a band says hiatus, we know what that means. We hate each other right now. We don't want to officially break no, up. Hi- we'll hi- here's what hiatus means. The lead singer wants to go do a soft album. Right. So I don't know what was Basically. going on, but right. Sully uh, is scheduled to do an interview with I want to sing slower song. Which we think was pretty cool. We're like, all right, man, Sully from Godsmack, why not? And uh, I remember it was hot as anything that day. But uh, Sully comes out, he is shirtless, and he kind of, he just 
plops down the chair across from us. Seems a little odd. And also, the man's from Boston, so you can't tell if someone from Boston is in a good or bad mood at any given moment unless they tell you. And we realize at this point, he's not quite trashing the band. He's smart enough and savvy enough not to do that, but he made it very clear during the interview, hey, man, this might be mm, a shirtless guy. I don't know. if because, And he would say things like, because they have different opinions about things that I'm thinking. and so, But it's weird because you're doing an interview with a guy that a bunch of people admire, and there are people around us, and we're trying to keep this guy from freaking out. Now, I could not help with this. Miles had to take control of this, and part of the reason why is I had, uh, against the wishes of several bosses, eaten all of the mushrooms that I've been staying. So, so sure. at, at this point, I am tripping. Now, Miles knows. I'm not really telling anyone else. Miles knows I'm tripping. I'm on cocaine. The, the basic thing is, like, at my, this point. Miles is kind of like, look, since you're kind of hallucinating things, he's like, just don't talk a lot. I'm like, no, no problem. I so, got this. So I'm, now, I'm, I'm jacked up. I was throwing football in the back with this guy named Johnny Strong from Operator, who was also shirtless, and an MMA fighter who was just ripped to shreds, and I can't see the ball coming at me because my, my pupils, pupils are so dilated. Are. See, here's one thing you have to remember, too, is that- Meanwhile, is the that bands we, are not like, on like, drugs, look, look, but we, we are. We don't change our mindset as far as, like, look, it's a Saturday- it's pain in the grass. Sure. We've already worked five days. We've already put in our time. The weekend we're, we're, is the weekend. We're going to a concert just like you are, but we have to present ourselves in a way that no one knows. We're always up every right. single time we go to but, one of these things. But Sully, but now we realize, okay, now we're in a weird situation because we're just anticipating the standard kind of interview. And like I said, Sully's not going crazy, but clear, he's just agitated, you know, and, and this is his baby. This is his band, and it looks like maybe things are going to fall apart. So he's in that that mind frame. Am I a little bit jacked up talking to him, man? You know, trying to make him feel a little bit better. And meanwhile, I can't really say anything because I am starting to trip hard now, okay? So I always remember Sully sitting across from me shirtless, and because I'm tripping on shrooms, it looks like his nipples are melting. Like, imagine, like, if a clown cried tear, or tears of blood, right? It's like these two red little pepperonis have now melted and they're dripping down his chest. And then my brain, all right, because, again, it's an interview. There's people around. All you think is, whatever mm. you do, man, do not point out that it looks like his nipples are melting. But I really wanted to tell him. So the dialogue in my head, I don't know half of the conversation Miles had because in my head it's just, don't say anything. People are going to know you're tripping because that's really weird. But I really want to tell him because his nipples won't stop melting. But there's no way they're really melting. That's the whole interview. All right, so I mean, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, he gets up, leaves, shakes her hand. You know, he's cordial. And all I can think is, I just saw these nipples melt. And the only person I can tell is Miles. So about 10 minutes later, you know, we kind of get away from everyone. I'm like, dude, listen to me. I am tripping. He's like, I know. I know. No, listen, Sully's nipples are melting. And it's, it's this image I can't get oh, out yeah. of my head. Then Castle comes up to me a little bit later. He's like, hey, man, because he was the one really said, whatever you do, do not eat all of these mushrooms. And I've been like, yeah, 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 I won't. Okay. He comes up to me. He's like, you eat every goddamn mushroom. I said, I did. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I can tell, man. Year later, uh, we do this. We do, we, do, we do a show with a band called Hinder, right? They have a bunch of songs and all this stuff. I don't remember this one. Hinder, well, this was. This I remember was, this, Hinder. This was my experience. I'm talking to the lead singer, and he's like, hey, man, let's go on the bus and, uh, and, and yeah, do things. crazy. So I'm like, yeah, on the bus? Like, this is great. I'm going to go on the bus. I'm going to see, like, what these look like on the inside. I'm a geek on that RV lifestyle. I want to see the inside God, you bus. really are, too. I do. I love it. So uh, he's like, dude, there's so many underwear that I've collected over the years <sighs> in this bus. And I'm like, all right, whatever. From my bandmates. So he's like, he's like but, he's got, but there's also a stripper <laughs> pole in the front of the bus. And I'm like, all right. 
So I look at these pair of pants. He's like, I bet you can't get into them. This guy named Austin Winkler. He was the old lead singer of Hinder. And I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll, do, a, I'll do a goddamn pole dance. I'll, I'll hook this up. Because I'm lucky. I am, I am. He's like, you, dude, if you get those on, you are the freaking man, right? right? So I'm like, and they were bigger. I pulled them on. I start to spin around the pole, and I look over, and now Jolene, who used to work at KSW, is in the bus. <laughs> yeah, right. I am stripped down to nothing. I have uh, some woman's panties on from Austin Winkler that I have no idea who they are, and I'm spinning around a pole in the middle of the bus. But that, okay, but, but there's more. There, there's more as far as that day is concerned. So that day, uh, we were at a show that the radio station was putting on. I'll tell this real quick because can't get really into the details of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to. Right. I mean, we try to tell you as much as we can, but we can't. But, right. We just have so to. So we go through this. Ourselves. We go through this whole goddamn day, right? And there's a medical emergency backstage. Ah, right, right. Okay, that show. Yep. I'm still spinning around in underwear. If somebody's, <laughs> I don't know. I might have been, uh, you know, having a fun time myself. Anyway, uh, the women who were on the bus were very impressed. Sure. By my show. The problem was they were younger than my daughter, so it wasn't about oh, that. It was just God. About, it was just ah. Austin Winkler. Um, all right, so we get back. I put back my clothes on. Um, turns out that uh, the headliner of this band, that's a big band that you might have mentioned earlier, Mike, mm-hmm. they have a medical emergency on the bus that's next to me while I'm spinning around. And by the way, they're supposed to be playing next. No, they're last. They're next, but No, that's last. what I mean. There's a they're, band people playing. Are here, they are. People right. are here for them, all right? And uh, the one of the members of the band has a medical emergency, which to me, air quotes, hey, look, emergency. We don't know. We and it's know. never been confirmed. We know, but because medical these guys emergency are bouncing all around right. the same band circles. In the rock industry, to me, medical emergency means somebody probably OD'd. Man. Right. Correct. You know. That's, so that's what happened. So um, <laughs> your women's underwear dancing. So. <laughs> Oh, God, hell's breaking loose now because this festival is all about this band. This particular band, sure. This band did come back and play a later show, by the way, make it up, just so you know. They, they came back. They actually made up for it because they knew what was going on. So did we. <laughs> but at the same point in time, we had to feign ignorance. We don't know what's going on. All right? But they're not going on. So the bottom line right, that's is not, the show why is not you going to bought happen. a ticket. The nine bands that you could give a flying f*** about before that, doesn't matter if you bought a ticket to this band, you're not going to see them. They're not going out. There's an EMT truck behind us. We know this is not going to happen. So someone who, like, this is the weird part about this podcast. You can't ever say anything about anybody because you can't. You, can't. you don't want to incriminate right. anyone. So a big, a boss of ours mm-hmm. rounds up everyone and says, hey, all of you, you need to get the f- out of here right that's now. a quote <laughs> you need to get the f- out and we're like what is going on because we're not in the loop on everything yet right yeah, at this point we don't know we don't know what the hell's going on like what are you talking about but they can't go on right so we're like oh god there might be a riot when the lead singer will go out on stage and tell everybody show's been canceled guys we're so sorry we'll try to figure out and and true to everything that we were told uh, the lead singer did go out and tell probably about 16,000 people that the band was not going to be able to play that night. Now, what our boss did, which was the smart move, uh, he says, get the F out of here right now. So they load the entire radio station. Let's say we're on the Fox in Tucson. Right. 
They load our entire staff on a bus and get us out of there as fast as they possibly can. And we hear, as we're driving out of this dirt road, the boo, right? Yeah. Oh, and like, no, 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 no. That was bizarre. Uh, the only other better story we so that the close chapter they they came back and played yeah uh, the other uh, the only other experience that I could tell you that, that it's one of the funniest things ever and this is horrible is we're at this gig and it's another multi band gig and uh, we kind of are in tune to everything around us because there are a few people floating around the back and all that stuff and we can see what's going on and uh, one of our uh, coworkers. Uh, comes up to me and he says, and I can't remember, and I'm going to try to paraphrase this. Hey, broski, where's my girl? Oh, God. Oh, God, yeah. And I said, I don't know. (laughs) I haven't seen her. Although I had seen her. I had seen her earlier. But I hadn't seen her lately. (laughs) So what I said was, "Uh, I got no idea. (laughs) Okay, cool. Bobrowski. <laughs> and I went, all right. And so I think I ran up to you, Steve, and I was like, uh, She's got a mouth full of D. <laughs> From the bass player, oddly enough, of right. this band. Right, right. Right, of this band. And hey, so, look, as a bass player, I'm like, listen, I should be mad at her, but God bless her. So my, so <laughs> I have a cohort. By the way, uh, a pro tip, never bring wife, girlfriend backstage with you. To a band that she right. finds because attractive. Because guess what? Every single guy in that band is better looking than you. Yep. They all have more swagger than you. They have better game than you. More if, money. If you think this is a good idea, talk to David Lee Roth. <laughs> right. You know, like, I mean, he has said it in lyrics. Like, yeah, bring your girl back and we'll, we'll, you won't go home with her. Right. Same exact idea. But uh, this gentleman is looking for his girlfriend uh, and he still can't find her. Um, and hmm, this arena had showers, like a shower stall mm-hmm. area. Uh, and there were urinals that like went all the way back, but the, the showers were on the opposite side of the urinals. And so I knew what was going behind <laughs> curtain number four. <laughs> it ain't a goat. Right. And it's not a brand new car. <laughs> and it's not a camper and a, and a vacation in Lake Tahoe. It's That's more of a hot dog roller. What's behind the curtain that I can see is knees, a skirt, and a pair of legs. Mm-hmm. That was never discussed. No. That was never brought up. Um, and that was a band we played. Yes. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard. Every time every time we hear the band. Every The only thing time. I can think about. Right. It, the only connection. Mike, it's the bass player. A mouthful of bass. It's the, it's the bass player. Which is the lowest common denominator. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, it is. like, like But good-looking dude, right? Apparently, from what I understood from the things that I heard, huge, huge, huge hog. Right. <laughs> uh, instrument so that is was so fun. Low. That was fun. And then the concert that was canceled was fun. Yeah, she's uh, the same one that screamed everyone that I saw her vagina at yeah. a different backstage thing. And I want to explain something. So none when of the this words, works out for us. When the words you use are thrill saw my vagina, it makes me look bad. The truth is, she was not, and I'm not making this up, was not smart enough to figure out the lock on a porta potty, okay? <laughs> so I see that it's green, I open the door, and she's right. I did see her vagina. It is 
gorgeous. But she's starting to slam the door, and I'm I can't remember her freaking name, but I'm like, hey, man, lock the door. And she, I don't know how. I'm like, it's a porta potty, man. Like, grab the button. I hear her touching all these different things. But, you know, when you're looking at the door, you can see it go from green to red. I'm like, oh, my God, the door in front of you, you got to move the thing. She finally moves it over, she gets out of the bathroom. I told our coworker later, I'm like, she's a keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, one final thing. Uh, what we used to do a thing called the Holiday Hangover Ball. Mm. It was kind of a theatrical, crazy circus type show. Uh, people dangling from wires, like the whole thing in cages at Showbox. And uh, at the end of the night, I was so f-ed up. The last thing I remember is sitting on the couch, and I look over, and there's Marty and a couple other people, and I realize that I am the only non-little person <laughs> getting high. At this circle. It's a weird and thing to wake up the to. the girl who we know very well, who is involved in a lot of things we've done, she's trying to, to f*** the lead singer, and she's working real hard at it. And now I look, and I'm like, it's me and the lead singer of this band that you know very well, and four little people, and three of them who are women are trying to f*** the lead singer of this band together. I'm pretty sure it was just Marty and me on the couch, and he left with those three little women. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll, Marty's a player. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I will leave it at that. Marty is a player. So that was great. Teeny tiny play. There's episode number 30. Are you still liking this thing? You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh, man. A Double Flush production. <laughs>